When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast, a final whistle post-match pod. And I'm absolutely delighted to be doing it because Villa did what I wanted them to do and what everybody wanted them to do and what I kind of, ex- I, I, I almost expected them to do. I was put in a really, really um, dominant home performance against Everton today. Aston Villa 4, Everton nil. Um, I, 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 we will obviously talk an awful lot about Aston Villa at the moment, but Everton are in trouble. That was a bad Everton performance today. A bad uh, showing from them. Two of the goals, at least two of the goals that they scored were completely gifted to us. Pickford coming out then for the penalty was just rash and and and, and silly. And, uh, you know, Aston Villa going ahead through John McGinn to start off was just a real good kind of um, start to the game and a real good tonic, I think, for Aston Villa, uh, considering what happened to them the week before. Uh, I, I'm absolutely thrilled with that. That's, you know, you can't ask for... Um, ask for any better than that performance um, because, uh, you, you know, albeit you can only beat what's put in front of you. You have to do that. You have, When you have a team like that that are, um, you know, against the ropes and and it was clear from about five, ten minutes into the game, Everton were a bit shaky and they, they hadn't, they didn't look confident. And once Villa went ahead, um, I was never, I, I, I said, yeah, that's it. That's good night, Irene. It's, it's a case of now how many Villa will score. And that's not being cocky or anything like that. It's just the game just had a feeling of that from early days in the game. Um, thought there were some really good performances there. Leon Bailey played played very well in comparison to what happened the week before. Um, I thought he did, did yes, he had, had a stumble with the ball at his feet. He had one or two passes back in the infield when he was on, on the touchline that, that didn't go to feet. Um, 
I thought he played well. He played better than, than, uh, than you know, he was a talking point beforehand. And uh, I think he justified his starting position today with his performance. Um, I definitely do. Um, obviously, the, the, the main kind of negative, I think, from today is Philippe Coutinho coming on. But actually, I think there's two negatives, and I'm going to talk about one in a moment. But Philippe Coutinho coming on and what looks like a, a nasty injury for him. And look, he's been injured an awful lot for Aston Villa last season. He's back to full health now. Villa looked like, like let's call it as it is, Villa were most likely going to be sending him to Qatar and recouping some of the, the wages and transfer fee and stuff like that that they paid in him. Now it looks like he's going to have a lengthy injury and that transfer is off, which for the club is, 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 is you know, something else they're going to have to deal with now from the point of view of, uh, you know, roster building. Um, that's what it just looks like, I suppose. But for the man himself, and, and, and it would be remiss not to think of that, that if this is another bad hamstring injury, another knee injury for him, you know he's um he's not he's he's not exactly in the in the spring of his career, and I feel sorry for for him first uh, more so than than I do when I mentioned about the transfer in the club and so on. Um, so I hope it didn't come across as being as being crass that way, but uh, hopefully he's okay. Hopefully it's not as bad as it looks, um, or as bad as it feels, or as bad as um as the commentators made it out to be. Uh, maybe he just jarred his knee and maybe they're taking an abundance of caution there, but hopefully Philippe, Philippe Coutinho will be okay. And, uh, and uh, you know, and, and, and uh, for the man himself, you know, it's not easy because his career has been blighted with injuries since he's left Liverpool. So um, hope you get better soon, uh, Philippe, and hopefully that injury isn't as bad as, uh, as his first feared. But getting back to the game itself, I think, look, Aston Villa were totally on top in this game. They 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 uh, they bossed it for I'd say eighty eight or ninety minutes, notwithstanding that there was almost eighteen minutes of extra time or injury time um time added on, whatever you want to call it. Um, some uh, from early doors, people like John McGinn got into the game. Lucas Dini was crossing the ball in; he was whipping them in at, at beauties into the box. Now, when I say beauties, they look beautiful. They're into the back post. We just don't have anyone um that is a back post lingerer. If that's is such a word, um, in the team, um, but Luca Dean I thought was very good. Uh, his yellow card early on was a bit silly, but um, you know, those crosses that came into the box I think were were, were quite good. And he's another one that we might see, um, uh, potentially won't be here come transfer deadline day. Um, but he gave everything for Aston Villa today, and you certainly could not uh, accuse him of not uh fulfilling his duties today. Um, albeit that there is an awful lot of uh talk and conjecture about him potentially leaving the club in the coming days um, other good performances today as I say Leon Bailey I thought was really good, I thought John McGinn was excellent, I thought John McGinn was excellent today, uh, lovely turns, he won one situation in the first half, he takes the ball down and turns right in the centre circle and, and just com- completely and utterly um, takes the kind of the stagnation out of like if he was to take it down and and, and shield it um, it would have given Everton a lot of time to get back at him, but he took it down and turned all in one movement. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was really, really good today. I thought Matty Cash was good today. Um, I'll be, you know, some players went off uh, on about the 65th minute and were replaced. Diego Carlos came on. It was fantastic to see him. And let's be remiss not to say that John, John uh, Duran um, came in and uh, got his goal, albeit that Ashley Young forgot who he was playing for and passed the ball more or less straight to him. Um, great finish from John Duran there, and hopefully that's the first of many in Villa Colours. Um, an inspired substitution, you might say, by Una Emery, but uh, he looked like he enjoyed it. And uh, for a young man that plays the game like he's uh, like he's still out in the streets, um, 
you know, like he's like like we all did, uh, you know, jumpers for goalpost style stuff. You know, he plays it with this abundance of um, of joy and of raw passion and of, uh, uh, you know, he's he doesn't look like he's been tamed in his love for the game yet, which is good and which I would not like to see because I think there's a certain uh, there's a certain romance that and there's a certain uh, you know I, I would argue and say that, in the, uh, that Leo Messi was never tamed in the in the game of football either. Obviously, I'm not comparing the two, but you know what I mean. Um, that sometimes you have a player like that that just uh, that just loves football and will play it uh, his way, uh, and I'm okay for Duran to do that. But his goal was very good. Um, I mentioned that there was probably one other kind of down point. I think that's worth talking about, and we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. I, I thought Ali Watkins looked very lackluster today. Um, he had opportunity after opportunity. He was caught from behind an awful lot. So when the ball came to him, Nathan Patterson just waited for him to get the ball and just came in and took the ball off him. Um, he had a one-on-one opportunity that he skewed wide of the of the goalkeeper's right-hand post. Um, it was just a small. It looked a small little bit um, lax from uh, from um, Ollie Watkins today. Hopefully, that's his one out of the way, and uh, and we can see him progress. Now, like his his work his work out of possession and his work in positioning and stuff like that was still fantastic. But when the ball came to him, he looked like he he was uh, he wanted extra time and uh potentially he you know played to the level to the to the to the level that that, that Everton center halves are playing because I thought Michael Keane was I thought Michael Keane was a bit ropey today um throughout the whole game and uh I thought their midfield specifically um Jason Gay I thought was was really poor today and and I didn't see anything from Onana um, I said beforehand in the pre pre match podcast, not the team she attention, the pre match one on Thursday, that uh, who would get into this team, and I think I said, you know, Onana, if Nana was playing for Aston Villa, I think he'd be in midfield, but he certainly didn't show it today. I don't think, um, big and all as he is, he, Villa just bossed that midfield. They got control of it early on. Uh, they went wide when they needed to. Everton pushed their full back up in Nathan Patterson like I expected them to, and Luke Dean had the freedom of that left hand side. Um, Ashley Young. Love him and all as I do for for his time at Aston Villa. I thought Leon Bailey consistently cons- and Diaby consistently picked on him down that right hand side and got the better of him nearly every single time. And I think that the tactics today for Aston Villa were absolutely spot spot on. So good performance, as I said. The only the only real 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 negative is that uh, the Coutinho looks like he's picked up a bad injury. The Ali Watkins thing, I'm not desperately worried about or anything um but uh that the the only real negative is that Coutinho picked up an injury Paddy's going to join me in a moment he was at the boozer for this um but he said that he will uh he will join me in a moment uh, I'm going to come to some of your comments there as well CC says great bounce back sub sub home gamer I think it is says get in um Pete still says great performance we're back on track yeah I, I think having uh uh a goal difference of zero now is good, you know. After getting a five-one tanking last week, you know we brought that back to zero. I know it's it's a uh, it, it's a small thing, but it is what it is. And um, Billy Jones says the response was needed. We were close. Adam Slack says my five-nil was pretty close. I thought we'd get there for a finish. My God, I never even mentioned Musa Diaby's shot. That, in fairness to uh, Jordan Pickford, he saves it onto the post and comes right across the goals. That was a wicked shot. Um, from Diaby, a wicked, great technique in it as well. Um, bit close to pick for, but that's okay. And as my little man here, that uh, my little 14 week old boy here gets in in the action. I don't know if you guys could hear him there, but uh, Pickford saved it onto the post and fair play to him for that. Um, 
Where are we? Uh, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, let's see here. Um, Michael O'Brien says most pleased with clean sheet too. I just always felt we keep keep a clean sheet from early doors in this one. I felt prior to the game, I felt we keep keep a clean sheet here too. I don't know. It just felt like a game that we were that we needed and a game that came at the right time for us. We always uh, Everton and Aston Villa throughout the years is obviously a historic tie. Recently, we always seem to have, you know, we it seems like we get the better of them. Um, remember Leon Bailey's. Debut was it uh, the one where Matty Cash uh, banged one in and Leon Bailey uh, did he score? He he took the corner and Luke Dean hit off Luke Dean's head uh, and went in. I you know that game is uh, is one that lives in in my memory as well when we won three 0 I think that day too. Um, it's just it seems to be one that when we need it to come along it comes along. Wesley's first goal, you know, ball played down the side of Yerry Mina and that game as well under lights on a Friday night or I think it was. Bang in the back of the net, superb, superb goal. But it's one we needed. We got to win that day. Last year when we played this game, uh, second game of the season, we needed it. Albeit that Diego Carlos got injured late on, almost similar to to what's happened here. We had another Brazilian get injured in this game, but we needed that that game, that win, um, to 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 get us over the line. And 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 uh, it seems to be one that um that I always felt kind of confident in and will allow us to build our confidence, regroup, get back. I imagine there's going to be signings come in this season or this week. Signing anyway, if not signings, um, people going out now might be might be curtailed. But, um, you know, if Coutinho's injury is as bad as as uh, is first feared, well, then that's another person that needs to be replaced. And and uh, uh, I've got utmost faith that we will be able to do that for sure. Ian Smith asks, where's Paddy? He'll be on soon, as I say. He was in the... He was with the Munster Lions uh, for this one. So, um, Gary Howlett says, we have to sell Dean now, Neil. Um, I don't know, do we have to sell him? But uh, I'd imagine that, uh, I'd imagine that could have been his farewell game. Um, I, I'm not I'm not pro-selling Dean yet. Um, if it means selling him uh, for the bank balance, and and we obviously have a have a ready made replacement coming in. Well, then I'm okay with that from a roster construction point of view. I think that's all right. Plus, Alex Moreno's back training now. I would imagine he might even be back in the team after the Burnley game. I think you agree with that, little man, don't you? Um, I think he might even be back in the back in contention after the Burnley game potentially. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens there. Um. Uh, where else are we uh yeah there's one there was one here where's it gone to it says we didn't even get out of second gear um i agree with that i think that we i think we you know we bossed that game while 
you know, like as I said, last two goals Everton gave us, we are completely nearly gifted us. So, um, uh, like the 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 goal from Bailey was a throw in, our throw in, and Everton just completely turned off, and and great finish from Bailey, and then the last goal then, as I said, was a throw in from Everton, and they completely switched off, and uh, Joanne comes in and slats it in the back of the net. So, um, I'm so glad both of those scored. I really, really am so glad both of those scored because, um, it's confidence. It's conf- I had a tweet written after 15 minutes about Leon Bailey, uh, maybe after about eight minutes about Leon Bailey saying, I'm okay to, for people to play themselves into form and into confidence, but I don't know whether it should be done in such a public setting. I was going to write that about Leon Bailey prior to the game. I'm glad I didn't because he looked as the game went on that he got a bit more confident, albeit he did some frustrating things here. Patrick has, has joined us and he's just going to come on here. And also, I don't know, Paddy might be able to tell me, can he? Can you guys hear the the my... My my little lad here cooing in, in the background here and uh, giving us his opinion. Not Paddy, not give Paddy giving us his opinion. My little boy is sitting here beside me as well. He's uh he's all decked out here. Hello, say hello <laughs> to everybody. There he is. For anybody who didn't watch that on YouTube, that's the heir to the throne. Um, all, and all his grandeur after fourteen weeks of life. So um, it sounds like it sounds like he's already talking as much as his father. Well, yeah, I'd no DNA test needed there anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of it, Paddy? Oh, look, it's uh, it, it's great when you can... I, I just came in there and heard somebody say we didn't get out of second gear. It's great to, it's great to score four goals without reply and knock it out of second gear. Um, was it perfect? No, it wasn't perfect, but absolutely brilliant to be... Um, the most important thing is that we, we rewrote last week and, and got a fresh start, so... Here we are looking uh, looking a whole lot prettier in the league table and looking a whole lot of better attraction for someone who might come in through the door. So, um, yeah, yeah I, 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 very few complaints um, to, to make today. Um, I thought everybody at least put in a shift. There was there was a few few people off the boil. Um, Ollie Watkins um, mm-hmm. didn't do a whole pile today. And Bailey made a couple of mistakes, but then made up for it with, with a goal, even though he hit it straight at the goalkeeper. But uh, look, I'm only picking the straws. We were, we were, we were excellent. We were absolutely excellent. Um, um, and very, very little we can complain about today. And just relax now and enjoy it, and head on to Burnley next week. Um, we might head on to Burnley. Just looking at, at, at Twitter there to, see, to gauge reactions. We might head on to Burnley next week without Jaden Philogene Bres. I think it's. I think we might as well talk about it here. It looks like that Hull are in talks with Villa over a permanent move for uh, Jaden Philogene, and the deal is very, very close. It says here. I'm looking at four different um, uh, sources here that that, that okay. say that as well. Yeah, yeah. It looks like looks like he's on his way to Hull. I wonder is this one of these Manchi specials? Look, if we're selling these guys. There must be players coming in. There just has to be. I know. I know. No one wants yeah. to work with it, but we can, like at this rate, we've been naming three three goalkeepers. And uh, imagine that team sheet tantrum, Petty. Imagine that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, he's um, it, it, it could be a similar deal to what has been reported with Aaron Ramsey, but that seems to have fallen through the cracks now, or or it's just taken longer than expected. So. Um, or, or maybe they're waiting until we get Hull out or uh, Burnley out of the way next week before we agree to, to move them on. So uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's happening with that one. But um, they're, they've, I got I got a text before the match about uh, Village in Bidace and I thought it was rubbish, but it seems to be reported everywhere now. Yeah. Uh, seems to be. Seems to be. Um, 
Paddy, talk to me about the goals. Talk to me about John McGinn's performance today. Um, I might you might have said it, but I've got a really loud young little boy here beside me. So uh, I was I was concentrating on making sure he hadn't spewed all over himself. Um, a bit like the bit like we were at the at the at the forest game last year, Paddy. Um, when we were doing it from the bedroom that time. Um, <laughs> I was concentrating. You didn't spew all over yourself. We were that drunk day. for that one. I was drunk all over here now, even though I was in the pub. But uh, yeah. We're trying to get our, our uh, line back on track, so I, I wanted to make sure I was there today. Yeah. But uh, no, no alcohol was consumed. But um, yeah, look, it, it, it was pedestrian, and we still scored four goals. Brilliant. Um, I thought John McGinn was back to himself. Um, not too much to say about the midfield because I felt they tried to bypass the midfield, and we 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 didn't uh, we didn't use them probably as much as we should either. So. Um, Kamara had very little to, to get involved in. I thought Dougie Louise until he went off. And, and you know what? He's right to take him off when, when you've got a player as, as important as him on a yellow card and you're on your three nil up or whatever it was at that stage. You use the subs for, for and, and use them to our benefit. Um, yeah, look, th- th- there's, there's very little negative you can say. It, it, it was, it was. You know, a very workmanlike performance. Um, we 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 did look very sweaty in those strips again in 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 the warm weather of of. I saw, I saw Rob Warner in the comments there, and Rob Warner liking it. He said, "Oh no, we've got someone crying here beside me, Paddy. You talk about the jersey." Yeah, Rob Rob, Rob suggested that it, I think he said it was like uh, kitchen paper with uh, loft insulation, and that's what was causing the sweaty uh, the the sweaty bodies underneath it, but. Uh, Look, I think I think the sweaty jerseys are the least of our worries. It's uh, it's winning games is the most important thing, and we've got back to to our our the way we finished last season, which was putting teams away, putting them away early, and we're uh, we're in a much better place, as I say. Um, thankfully we've we've a decent a decent uh, opposition next week, also, uh, as in a decent game to follow. And um, I think I heard Dan Bardell say during the week that. Uh, this was the ideal fixture and it turned out to be the ideal fixture because we got exactly what we needed and that's points on the board, a few yeah. goals, back to zero, back to zero on our goal difference. Um, we, look, we can look forward and, and put it down as a blip last week. Yeah, I think, so. well, look, I think Newcastle played out of the, played as good as they as they have played in the last 12 months last week as well. I think they played really well. Um, they capitalised on our mistakes. Uh, you saw them against against Man City, a team that were, you know, obviously the best team in England um, and potentially the best team in Europe. Well, they are based on winning the Champions League last season. But uh, you know what I mean by it? That I think that if we had, you know, if we had less bravado, I think, last, last week, instead of trying to go for it, if we'd gone there and tried to eke out a nil-all draw, played a bit closer, or played with better spacing in midfield and defence, I think that, I think we could have eked out uh, a draw out of that game. And I think, but... Newcastle are a very, very good team. You know, Everton weren't. And we looked, look what we can do when we play against a team that maybe come uh, and, and didn't have all their ideas together. Uh, like, people were very worried, and, and, and we mentioned in, in the pre-match podcast, and I would never jinx anyone like that, but people worried about Dominic Calvert-Loon. But the reason I brought up about when was his last goal from play was almost a year ago. And, like, he's been a bit of a busted flush now for the last two years. Um, so... They need help. Neil Mope, he, he has his 
odd purple patch here and there. Dan Juma didn't didn't rip it up with Spurs either last year. Um, yeah. Most of Dan Juma's best work has come on the wing for Villarreal in a counter-attacking team and uh, in the championship for, for Bournemouth. You know, they, they, they've, Tom Cannon is out and loan for him. They've sold Ellis Sims. Arguably, they've sold two better strikers or they have two better strikers away from Everton than Dan Juma and Dominic Calvert and, and Neil Mope and Dominic Calvert Loon. Arguably, mm. you know, uh, it's yeah. it's it's really interesting to see what they're going to do, and and I think as well that back line that 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 back two, yes, they might have had their purple time at uh, at uh, at Burnley under Sean Dyche, and but it did look very much like last season for them again, you know, today, and uh, and that I'd be worried if I was an Everton fan, but then again, a lot of Newcastle fans were saying, "Oh, I'd be worried if I was a Newcastle fan yesterday," I suppose. So like, it's all in the all in the call and the father of the ball. You know, like in the day. Yeah. So, you know, Villa capitalised on what they needed to. And that was it. Yeah. Leaders are, uh, there was a couple of people complaining about Watkins' first touch. And I totally agree. And I agree with this one too. He was gifted a goal, but it's important to get your first goal. But uh, Lee Johnson, I hope he turn you over on Wednesday. <laughs> Is that Lee Johnson? Is that the real Lee Johnson? Is that, are you, <laughs> you look at, are you, wait a minute. Uh, Everton, check his IP address and see is it coming from Edinburgh. Or Edinburgh, check his IP address, see is it coming from Edinburgh. Um, I don't know if it's that Lee Johnson. So that means we Michael Richards and Lee Johnson in the in the chat. That's fantastic stuff. Um, Paddy, talk to me about. Uh, I, I actually I'll talk to you about Kamara because I watched him like a hawk today, and I'm looking forward to going back to it again. And, and I think the Kamara Louise axis was much different today than it was against Newcastle. And against Newcastle, it looked like they wanted to. How will I put this? They didn't. They wanted to disengage from their midfield because they knew their midfield was a bit more robust and a bit more uh, like Joe Linton. As I said, is like a bouncer. He's like a he's like a bouncer inside there. It's very difficult to get past him. He looks like he had got a bad injury yesterday as well. There just seems to be nothing but bad injuries this this year. Uh, it's it's a shame, and um, because you want your best players all the time, you want to be playing against teams with their best players too. So that's the spectacle of it. But I think today that we engaged more in midfield, we were given now. Granted, we were given a lot more opportunity to, but we did play against the big bruiser in midfield like Onana. But we made him look very very passive today, and and the mm -hmm. reason I think that was was because. We allowed Kamara to withdraw completely out of the out of, out of it last last week. I think we withdrew with Kamara and Luis, um, but today we only withdrew Kamara. He was a lot more comfortable there uh, when he was he was a bit more withdrawn. And I think Luis then was able to was able to hoover up everything in the in the center circle. And I thought Douglas Luis again was absolutely fantastic. Um, I love the corner routines that we had. We knew poking it into the box like that was just going to be bread and butter to Sean Dyche's team. Playing those short corners drew everyone out, brought the players off the posts and then gave us a fighting chance as people were coming out to whip it in behind them to have our other players running in because whatever kind of blocking and chipping and, and uh, you know, grabbing and holding that goes on when the, before the corner is taken and as the corner is taken, that becomes completely out of play when a cross comes in from a short corner and you will get penalties from it, and you will get opportunities from it. And players know they can't have their hands in you at that stage. What did you make of it, Paddy? Or am I overthinking it? Well, will I go back to your original question about the, uh, <laughs> the midfield? Yeah, I felt there was a lot less pressure on them today. I, I thought that the, the Everton midfield were a lot more withdrawn than the pressure was put on last weekend. And the pressure was put on last weekend led to them being out of position quite a lot mm. which which led to those true balls being being able to just pick up picked off at random and um, we were playing against a different beast 
Um, I I refuse to say that Newcastle were four goals better than us last week. We certainly were four goals better today, but we were more organised in midfield, more more organised in midfield completely. Um, I I felt that even last week that that one player was going and the other player was going with them rather than somebody staying and, and keeping that uh, that solidity there, and that was costing us. We we had cases where Kamara and Louise were both going when we were in attack. And it, it just left the whole thing open. That didn't happen today. Everything everything seemed to go wide as well. Now, obviously, I was in. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We lose you, Paddy. Full of people. It, it think, felt to me like we bypassed that midfield and kept the ball wider. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, I think it was it was really. Um, but I think our tactics were spot on today. I think we were like a lot was said. Oh, who's going to come in? Is Pau Torres going to? You know, is he going to be able to hack it? Now I know today wasn't the the biggest challenge for him, but Pau Torres is a very seasoned. He's a, he's a well oiled um oiled centre half there, and I thought he played okay. Yeah, he got caught with one ball. It was one one two that um. Uh, I can't remember who it was that played, um, and uh, played it, but and 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 they got in behind him, and, and Martinez made the save, all right. Um, but I don't like. I had no concerns over his positioning. I know we didn't have to deal with much in 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 the air. I do think Ezra Kanza was brilliant today, though. I thought Ezra Kanza. I can't remember who it was. It was in the first half. Ezra Kanza just sat a man down. I think it might have been Dukure. Uh, the ball came to him. Uh, it was kind of a quick pass out of defence in their transition. Uh, it came to him and Kanza just sat him down um, at one stage, if I remember rightly. And I went, that's kind of what we need. We need somebody to step up. And the more I've been thinking about it all week, I think Ezri Kanza could be that man to kind of say, right, this is it. Some, somebody needs to put in this this last ditch block or needs to fire their head where it needs to be fired. And, and I think Kanza could be that yeah. man going forward. So I thought he was really good. Um, yeah, Paddy. Wednesday, will we touching it, or will we bother, or will we wait? It's going to be a lot spoken about it, about Wednesday. I think between now and then, um, and I think your, I think your micro, uh, your camera is freezing anyway. I think that your internet is going is blowing in and out. And um, somebody asked, is the match on being televised this Wednesday? The game against Hibs. Uh, it's on BBC Scotland. Both legs are on BBC Scotland, so you will be able to watch those um, on BBC Scotland if you can so avail. Um, I think we might leave it at that, everybody, uh, because I think I've lost Paddy. Um, getting to, I'll just get to some of your comments there. Diego Carlos came on. I saw somebody mentioning there about uh, about Diego Carlos. It was great to see him. Um, I think as well there was one stage there where he just he just uh, kind of caressed, is how I would put it, you know, Maupe out of the way, like it was like a a, 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 a fully grown man, put, you know, putting his armor over or 
across uh, a child at one stage. So Diego Carlos, while he didn't have much to do, he did he did enough when he came on to, um, to ease himself back into it. But um, no, I think I think overall it was a very good performance. And uh, oh, Paddy added himself, and I, I I was trying to add him at the same time. But you're back, Paddy. I think yeah, you're still. St- Stuttering in and out here on your camera, but um, I don't know. Were you saying anything there before you, before you had to log off? I, I was saying that I had some connection issues by the looks of it. I think it's, I think I'm restored. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, we're we're probably we're probably going to be the people are going to be sick of looking at us podcasting for the next four months with with uh Sunday Thursday Sunday okay. Thursday. So we'll uh, we might we might give Hibs the respect they deserve of having. Uh, having a, a podcast totally for themselves after all it is our first european podcast as for the love of yeah. Bob podcast so we will we'll do it uh, maybe maybe monday or tuesday and and uh have more time to to look over what happened today and and enjoy yeah. what the uh what the fruits of european football will have to offer going forward because today just feels like a, a, a load lifted off the shoulder um you know, it has been a bit of an embarrassing week, and you know, I think I think this just puts last Saturday to bed that we're capable of put, uh, putting teams away like we did today. Yeah. They've put in the performance that we hoped and expected of them, and it's time now to to turn the screw on Hibs yeah. and push us into Europe. That we are going to have some amazing Thursday night football at Villa Park and further afield. And yeah. I'm really excited after today. Again, I've got my mojo back. I'm feeling a whole lot more positive about it. <laughs> excellent excellent stuff I think we're going to leave it at that because my little fella here is going to explode a bit I think he's going to start crying again any minute but look three, a 4-0 win for Aston Villa absolutely fantastic thank you so much there was half a thousand people there at one stage watching this Watching this, there was over half a thousand uh, watching this at one stage so thank you so much uh, please take it the thumbs up Give us a like, give us a sub on the way out if you aren't subscribed to the podcast. And if you're if if uh, audio podcasts are your thing, um, all of these do go up on the audio podcast. We ask again if you aren't if you know just subscribe on the audio podcast. You don't have to listen or anything. Just subscribe. It shows the algorithm out there as well. Um, and as Ronan Ward says, there were ninth. We're above Man United, so <laughs> go out and celebrate tonight and have a great time. Thanks so much, everybody. We're going to leave it at that. Really appreciate all the time that you spend with the podcast. Um, listen, everybody, we'll be back sooner rather than later. I've actually, I might even be back later on tonight. I've got a podcast in the offing for for later on tonight. So if you're at Nutting and you're at, and you're uh, coming home after a few points celebrating Aston Villa, come and join us uh, later on tonight as, as well. But until then, see you later, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.